0: People listening to my voice, don't sell yourself short. There's opportunities out there for you. Put your best foot forward. Don't let others control your narrative. Tell your story. Get it behind you and push yourself forward.
1: Within three years of release, two out of three ex-offenders are rearrested. Clearly, something is broken. It's time we strategize ways to prevent repeat offenses. Our brainstorming session starts now. Welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon. Hello, and welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon podcast. I'm your host, Michi J. Have you ever wondered how the business community might help ex-felons build successful lives for themselves? Today's guest, David Hagenmeier, will tell us all about the contributions he's been making. And it is substantial. David is the owner of several family hair salons here in southeastern Wisconsin. He also sits on the Wisconsin Prison Industries Board. And he has gone out of his way to help ex-prisoners launch creative and profitable careers post-release. I'll share my chat with David in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsor. Do you need a pardon? Before you check out, let me clarify. A pardon is simply the action of forgiving or being forgiven for an offense. Do you wish someone would forgive you for the damage you've done? Let's be real. We all need that type of grace at some point. In Luke six thirty-seven, it says pardon and you will be pardoned. True indeed. That's why I've designed something special to help you find peace and comfort. A prisoner's pardon is hosting the 21 day pardon challenge. For 21 faithful days, you will renew your mind, unpack the word of God, and fellowship with other survivors. The challenge kicks off on September 12th. To get all the details, head over to PrisonersPardon.com slash Pardon Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. Now, please join me in welcoming Dave. Hi, Dave.
0: Hey, meet you, Jay. How are you?
1: (laughs) Hey, I'm great. Audience, I want to tell you all, I... Went to one of Dave's salons and I was shocked. A friend of mine recommended them and I'm like, what? <laughs> so I was like, fine, I love your hair. I'm going to go. And I sat in the chair of Kristen and Kristen really did a great job. And, and I was even more impressed with his personality and all the information he was giving me. I felt like I needed a notebook. But the most important thing that he told me, he told me about Dave, his owner, and how appreciative he was of his owner and how he works uh, with people and how his family oriented company. So Dave, tell us, tell us about you. I know I didn't mention everything. So please tell me more about
0: you. Well, thank you for the kind words. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, my wife, Carolyn and I own seven salons. We work with about 40 wonderful people. It's just super important to us that everyone feel welcome in our salons. Everyone feel welcome to work there. Everyone feels welcome to come get a service. We take a great deal of pride in our ability to provide services for every kind of hair. And uh, actually, that's a bit uncommon in salons. It it should be more routine, but it's not, sadly.
1: Right. right. But it's important
0: to us. So we welcome everyone. Uh, we provide a lot of opportunities, and we have a very good time doing it.
1: Yes, that salon was really, really nice. And Dave was very professional from the receptionist on taking my name as I walked in. And it was very quick and very neat. I mean, he, Kristen was just awesome. So Dave, what I really want to talk about too, because a lot of times on, you know, our show is mostly about prison reform and um, I hear so much about people needing second chances And they're, they're not able to find employment, but you, you actually practice what you preach because where I was sitting, I saw such diversity with your staff and with the customers coming in. So, and I wanted to interview you because I was like, okay, I need to meet him. I'm like, want to know why is he doing this? Why, why are you doing this? Because we don't see enough employers doing what you're doing.
0: It's it's the right thing to do. We know it's a good thing to do, and it helps us to attract the very best talent right. to work in our salons. We have always felt it doesn't make any kind of sense to limit the the quality of work we do by, by narrowing down those people who might want to come work with us. And so we have with many that have had difficult backgrounds, and I was told folks, I am much more enthusiastic about your path forward oh, than I am concerned about what happened behind you.
1: Good point good point. You know, um, and this is good for people that's coming out and really want to work and really trying to get that open door for them. Um, and this is just an incredible opportunity for them. Could you tell me about, um, I believe you mentioned Tachita and how it's one of the um, best places to be taught. How to do hair. So first, how did you even find out about Tachita in this, <laughs> you know, how did you find out about them and what they do
0: there? My, my first interaction was about eight years ago when a woman who was soon to be released from the Milwaukee Women's Correctional Center mm-hmm. was reaching out to potential employers. And she had earned her cosmetology degree and her cosmetology license while at the Tichita uh, Women's Correctional Center.
1: That's amazing. And I was
0: not previously aware there was a program there. Yeah. Um, this was an outstanding candidate. She did very good work. We worked together for about six years. She became the manager of my most successful salon at that time. Wow. And through her, I came to know of the program. It's supported by the DOC and also by the Moraine Park Technical College. Okay. And so I reached out to them. I'm now a chair of the advisory board for the cosmetology program there. I know the instructors that work with Tachita, and I just became aware how strong that program is. I have since hired three more graduates and all very, very well trained, very passionate about what they do. I know the instructor of that program. Mm -hmm. It's the real deal. Folks that can take advantage of that education can do very well.
1: Wow. That's amazing. Like this, this young lady calling you from prison and asking about employment. Oh, wow. Did she like set an example? We have people on the outside, not even doing uh, that much work to find a job at times. And look at how I am just impressed by her that she, no matter what her background was, and then doing it right, she didn't even wait till she was out. <laughs> you know, she was inside making this call. I'm like shocked to hear that she's able to call. That's great. I think it's a good thing.
0: I think shock's too strong a word, startled. I had never expected <laughs> a call like that. Um, it was with the supervision of uh, Department of Corrections and so forth. It's important to mm-hmm. wisconsin leadership to be able to provide solid employment opportunities for people yes um and so that's what they were doing they had provided the state of wisconsin had provided her with a solid education and had set her up with of success so that she could so to speak hit the ground running mm-hmm. when she was to be released and that's exactly what she was able to do
1: wow she did i i, I want to apply to Cheetah in what they're doing there. Uh, we don't have a lot. We don't see a lot of that around the country on what um, prisons are actually doing that correctional thing and making sure that, I mean, giving them this opportunity to even make that call, you know, actually training her and training her right. And you said she stayed with you for like over 60 years. So that is good too. And then she just opened the door for others as well because other people came behind her, like she like pioneered this and you actually, you still work with them, right?
0: Correct. Several, several graduates of that program are part of my team right now. Wow. And doing very well. Um, And again, I mentioned my engagement with Marine Park Technical College and with that program and we continue to support it.
1: Okay, good. Okay. I also, I got pictures right now of your um, signature two company and I'm looking at Okay. First off, audience, I want to say these people look happy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You don't see many people at work looking this happy. And these people are very happy. And I want to tell you, I'm looking at black, white, Hispanic, men, women, and I see black hair, uh, uh, white hair. I see all types of um, textures of hair.
0: All short,
1: fat, All skinny, short.
0: long hair, short
1: I hair. Mean, you know what you mean. career, younger in career. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? And I was looking at it. They even cut on extensions and everything. And I was like, "Wow, are you are you kidding me?" So anyway, they <laughs> they are very diverse. And so, ladies, if you're wearing any kind of extensions and you want some cuts, uh, definitely um, say. Cost cutters or super cuts. Um, they go under two brand names. So I noticed too that you have a lot of employee engagement. You have like, it looks like you have parties there. You is really welcoming. And then I'm thinking too about how people come out and they don't have family, they don't know how to assimilate back into society. And this, what you're doing is really helping them. So what made you start making it so family oriented as well?
0: In in what way? Help me understand your question.
1: With, um, I'm looking at your engagement. You have Mm -hmm. a lot of of employee engagement. It looks like they dressed up for Halloween. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I mean, you have... I see people in the park. It look like it's a barbecue going on. This is I'm mentioning this because it's a lot of people come out and they're not reconciled with their own families. So if you have a workplace that's actually engaging that and helping them to assimilate into society, I'm just wondering, why did you do that? Did an employee suggest this to you that you should start doing things of this nature?
0: I think it just plays to the nature of maybe who my wife and I are. And what our team is about, it's um, cosmetology can be a very fun industry. Folks work very hard. It's very technical. It's a lot of strain on your body. So good hard work goes into it. It's not just as some would say playing with hair, Mm -hmm. but a small number of people work closely together for a very long time. We have guests in our chair, spend time with them, learn about their lives, their families, what's important to them. We share our stories. So it all becomes a very, very personal connection. And just by extension of that, we get to know each other well and choose to have some fun together.
1: That's good. Because I, I imagine like if some of them have come out of prison that they they seek to help the other ones that come out too, to help them assimilate. And that's that's like really, really good. Because if you coming out of prison, and if you go into an industry, you really want to keep that hidden from your coworkers, but it seems like this place where you are they they're actually helping each other to assimilate in the workplace i like that
0: and and i always think that's kind of important i would never presume what someone should do coming let's say coming out of prison mm-hmm. coming into a situation but i always have a good long conversation that says look nobody's judging but mm-hmm. your information's out there instead of others guessing about your story why don't you tell it Wow. Good. And tell it in a way it, makes, it empowers you and helps people understand who and what you're about. And I think folks will lean toward helping you find success instead of leaning away from you. And I've seen that time and time again. People that, that come out and just say, here's what it was about, and that's old news, and I'm on to new news. Um, and wow. then we build some really good relationships going from there.
1: Okay. I mean, I don't know. I just you really stumbled upon something and, and I can't think of a better place to do it than in a salon. Cause you have such a diverse, you you know, diverse people coming in and um, actually having them engaging with different people. This, and this diversity is just overwhelming, but also do you, I know you are a very well-known in the Milwaukee area. Is there any other companies like you, like, do you all talk, you know, I haven't heard of this until I, I walked into here that we have, you know, good employers over in this area or maybe in uh, some other part of the country you may know about. Do you all have any kind of forum together or anything like that to work I, with fellow employers?
0: I think there's two different parts of the question as far as mm-hmm. creating a super inclusive environment. As I said, that's so personally important to us. It kind of defines who we are. I don't know many others that put as much passion into it as we do. We think it's unfortunate we would love being really, really good at that. Um, so if by example, we can help encourage others to take a similar path, we look for every opportunity to do that. As far as creating opportunities for folks who have had prior justice involvement, I'm aware of a number of organizations, folks like yourself, Michi-Jay, you know, seeking out those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so we try to connect wherever we can. I, I do know as I speak with potential candidates, I can help them if, if my opportunities aren't the right fit. Let's say they live in another part of the state or mm-hmm. want to mm-hmm. focus on cosmetology services that aren't a good fit for us or schedule or, or whatever it is. I can certainly connect that person with many, many other people who I think would be interested in hearing their story. Um, cosmetology is a wonderfully diverse industry. Mm -hmm. perhaps one of the most diverse in the world. It's not always as inclusive as I would like it to be.
1: Yeah, it's very segregated. Mm -hmm. But
0: it is wonderfully diverse. And that means the opportunities are out there. And and I do like to network. So we do help people find them.
1: You just told me a little bit about your interview and you like for them to tell their story. So, okay, say if I'm in Chetita right now, I would just go through their program uh, and get licensed. And then I would just contact you. I know you're easily kind of, you're on Facebook, you're on LinkedIn. So they would just, um, and this person called you right right to your, you know, they got your phone number. So that's, is that what they should do is once they finish their licensing, they should call you?
0: I really make it that easy. There's no formal application process. Um, I used to work for a large company and I know about layers and obstacles. We try not to have those. Anybody's welcome to my phone number. It is 262-389-4797. Again, two six two three eight nine four seven nine seven. Just rings to my cell. I'm looking at it right now. Wow. Um, anybody can call me, and yeah, if I can't help you, I'll, I'll help connect you. But we'll still have a good conversation. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what we're about.
1: Okay. And I was looking at too. I mean, you have good benefits, and not a lot of salons have that. You got four hundred four hundred one k. You got education reimbursement. You have direct deposit. have even volunteer opportunities. This is amazing to have this sort of a benefit package too as you, you come out. Cause I have a brother that's been in and out of prison. And one of the things that, you know, they're scared of is like, you know, finding employment and then finding employment with these benefits. I don't, I don't know of a lot of salons that have 401k. I mean, This is I'm just wanting to tell people this is an opportunity that you cannot miss uh, by um, actually contacting Dave and and actually supporting Dave with um, the different cost cutter salons that's available. So in your estimation, Dave, what can be some of the obstacles for a person? I know you work with several uh, people coming out. What can be the obstacles for them in work life? It could be just, you know, with you in particular or just in general.
0: Oh, well, for somebody just coming out, I mean, initially finding transportation or a right place to live, oh, transportation, clothing, I mean, all the kind of the personal challenges. There are a number of organizations that help bridge that gap and that people can take advantage of. But it's just kind of getting resettled and focused is a challenge for some. Uh, the employment part, um, you know, by law employers should be more welcoming. Not all are. But, but many are, and they're out there and they can be found. Um, in our industry, there's kind of two basic ways to go about it. Many, many stylists, cosmetology and barber license holders choose to go into business for themselves. Right. They right. rent a chair or they rent a suite. Um, it takes a lot more money, capital, upfront investment to be able to do that, um, which can be an obstacle for some, but it, for some it's kind of like the only way they know this can't work. They're not aware that there are many salons, including mine, that offer rock-solid employment. Pay my people a very good wage. They earn very good tips from our customers. As you've noted, we offer a lot of benefits to go with. We supply everything. There's no rental charges, no fees. Wow. Um, and those kind of opportunities are out there. I think it's, it's a matter of finding them, but they do exist. Wow. And once again, if somebody's curious, I can help connect them with some of those opportunities.
1: Okay, well okay, well, good, good. well, I'm glad I got a chance to um witness this and actually get this word out because number one, a lot of people don't even know cost cutters do black hair at all, especially extensions, and number two, that you also are like inclusive and just have opportunities open for people that's you know and just coming out and needing that chance just to start and this is a great start for them, so Family and loved ones um, definitely support cost cutters. Um, And Dave, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? I just wanted people to know about what you're doing.
0: Just a tiny bit of personal philosophy. I think people can grow stronger through adversity. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have been fortunate, as I've been on this path, to meet many who have been formally incarcerated who I think I don't know their former selves, but I think as a result of that experience, have become much more focused and determined and that can create very impressive results in the workplace. So (laughs) people listening to my voice, don't sell yourself short. There's opportunities out there for you. Put your best foot forward. Don't let others control your narrative. Tell your story. Get it behind you and push yourself forward. I think you'll be surprised there's going to be some good people waiting for you.
1: That's good. People like you, Dave, I really want more people like you who actually practice what they preach. Thank you so much, Dave. And thank you everyone for listening. Take care. Thank you.
0: Meet you, Jay. Pleasure.
1: Now, what an amazing fellow David Hagamari is and what a commitment he has been making in our community by helping ex-convicts build solid careers. Now, my takeaway from this interview is that, first off, business people really can make an enormous difference in the lives of prisoners who want to build new lives for themselves. What a blessing this is and how wonderful it would be if more business people would follow suit. The next thing I take away from this is how wonderful it is that some correctional facilities are really committed to helping prisoners become productive members of their communities. I'm really, really happy to see this. Now, Chitita has a cosmetology program. And it's just one example of this. I love to hear about others. If you know of some, please be sure to let me know. The last thing I take away from this, if you have a loved one who's incarcerated in Wisconsin and want to help just get back on their feet again after release, feel free to contact David Hagemeyer. You can reach him at 262-389-4797. That's 262- 389-4797. 389-4797. Please be sure to let him know I sent you. Now, thanks so much for tuning in today. Until next time, I'm Michi J. Wishing you a week filled with blessings. Thanks for tuning in to the show. For more information on our guests and resources, visit PrisonersParting.com. If you're enjoying the content, follow, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, please be sure to leave a rating and review. Until next time, God bless.